All right. I think we're both live. All right. What's up, everybody? My name's Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, and I'm coming to you live Facebook, and I'm coming to you live Instagram. Now, <clears throat> to get this started, I missed Monday because I was on vacation, and Thursday, I think, was uh, – I don't think it was a debate. I think like I had to get things going to get um to get packed and everything for Friday to leave. Uh, I went to Halloween Horror Nights, which is pretty cool. Um, I wasn't too impressed with Stranger Things and stuff like that, but you know I, I had a pretty good time on on vacation. I went for I didn't go to Halloween Horror Nights every single night, but I was there for about four nights. I think it was four nights, and uh, it, it was pretty good vacation. Let me just uh, I'm trying to put on. Wounded Warriors donation page. And I'm just trying to put the donation page link on uh, donation page on Instagram real quick on the comments. Uh, come on, where are you? There we go. Get right into this. All right, so we're good. So now the donation page for the Wounded Warriors charity. I got an itch is on Instagram on the comment. I put it on there, the link, and then we have the link on Facebook in the descriptions to the right. Now, we have the poll, which I think people can see. Add question. Publish now. And I don't know if people can see the poll. Pretty sure people can see it. If I hit publish now. Publish. All right, so I think people can read. Uh, on Facebook, I'm doing a poll where it's going to be already dressing up for Halloween. So it's either a yes or no. I obviously can't do that on Instagram, but if you're on Facebook, you're watching this live, you can go and press that and be a part of that. I'm trying to get a little bit more uh, engaging with you guys on these things. So, so first we're going to start off and I'm going to say that um, I'm going to make up for the, the two days that I missed. So what we're going to do is today is Wednesday, which should, I think it's um, <clears throat> Wednesdays are going to be uh, the average day we're going to do this. I think I, I decided to do it Mondays and Wednesdays, these live streams. So what we're going to do to make up the other two days is today will be the original, you know, the regular day that I did it. Thursday and then Friday are going to be the makeup days for um, the Monday that I missed on vacation and then the Thursday that I missed, or the Wednesday. I think it actually was Wednesday I was supposed to do it. So it's going to be three of these live streams back-to-back. -back. So today, which is th uh, Wednesday. Sorry, I'm getting my days mixed. Today, which is Wednesday. Tomorrow, which is Thursday. And then the next day after that, which is Friday. So you're going to have three back-to-back uh, consecutive um, live streams going on. So <clears throat> other cool thing is um, I've been, you know, as I've been going through things, I've been trying to get better at using my notes in uh, my iPhone. So, you know, I went to the debate uh, and I started noticing things that uh, people were doing or, you know, saying that um, I'm not talking about like the topics or anything, but just like I actually posted on the IG uh, channel that I have for my personal Instagram channel and you know I went through that and I put a video up there where I was basically saying um, you know like most of the time I'm on a whole different uh, perspective or a different outlook on a lot of different things and my opinions are normally a way different from the most or the majority of uh, people that I'm always around so <clears throat> which you if you guys have if you guys don't follow me on Instagram the people that are probably on Instagram already follow me from the live streams. But if you're on Facebook and you don't follow me on Instagram, go follow me on Instagram. And this could be for both, uh, both live streams on Instagram and Facebook. But, uh, I do, I'm trying to get into the habit of posting like little side videos on the Instagram channel. So like there's now they added this feature on Instagram where it's called IGTV. So it's your own personal Instagram, like TV type channel. And I'm trying to get in the habit of posting when I, uh, maybe hit like a roadblock or, uh, I'm going through something emotional or, you know, there's something that I want to capture to show people that I'm, I'm, I'm you know, kind of to challenge myself, but at the same time to show people that I am human and like, I'm going to hit mistakes. And, and, you know, if I can show you that I'm trying to, um, you know, I am human, I am, I am hitting mistakes and I'm trying to figure the best out of uh, where I can go, you know, maybe it'll motivate someone else through those Instagram um, live channel or the Instagram TV channels that, you know, it can motivate the next person that's watching it to go out and, and do something that they've always wanted to do, but they're just not as motivated enough or they don't think there's people out there trying or, 
you know, just giving that person a little bit more um, enthusiasm and seeing that, you know, I'm not perfect either. I come on these, these uh, live streams and I, and I post and I do things and, you know, I'm not perfect. Like I'm, everyone's going to hit roadblocks. So it's just a, to get that next person that maybe feels like an outcast or wants to do something and doesn't have people motivating them to do it and they, and they think they can't do it. Um, you know, that's what that, that's why I'm using the, the IGTV or the Instagram TV channels uh, for on, on my personal Instagram TV account. So go and follow me on Instagram if you're not doing that and you, and you can see those videos. I've been posting those. So that's to catch you up on um, the live streams and all that stuff. Now, real quick, we're going to talk about the charity. So I am trying to get $10,000 right now. I'm trying to fundraise this. I mean, I've, I've been slacking a little bit on this. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but I'm going to try to get $10,000 raised for the Wounded Warriors charity. Um, and that's, you know, going to help the vets. It's going to help our military that, uh, you know, like people that are serving and they're coming back to civilian life after they serve their term or uh, they get they get a discharge because they got injured in, in the military or like during a war or wherever, you know, wherever they're going at that time and they get injured or, you know, a lot of these people come back and they get PTS, PTSD. Uh, they get a lot of mental, um, a lot of mental uh, issues when they come back from all the chaos that they end up seeing, uh, you know, injuries. So it's mental or physical injuries. Um, but personally, I know a lot of, uh, I have a couple family members that have served in, in different wars. I have uh, a lot of friends that I come across, you know, or a lot of friends that I have, or I, I make new friends and they're, they're normally, they served in the military of some, some branch. I've met people in the Navy, met people in the army. The army is a pretty common one. Um, I've met people in the Marines. I've met, I don't think I've met anyone in the Air Force yet, but, um, you know, basically I've met almost, I think almost every single branch. But now the thing is, uh, so I'm trying to do that. And then I also come across a lot of people where, you know, they're, they're either going into the military or they come out and they're trying to get, you know, you meet a lot of, actually a lot of vets in college. That's normally who I run into uh, through my college classes, uh, stats I had a vet. Um, I think an, Eng an English class I took had a vet in it or maybe a couple of them. So, you know, a lot of these, uh, this money that's you're going to donate to or this fundraiser, the Wounded Warriors Charity, um, it's going to go and, and give those vets the resources they need. And that's where this money is going to go. So <clears throat> you might look at me and, and, and I, you know, you might not know me, so you probably don't trust me. If you go and press the link, it goes directly to the donation page. It's not going into my pocket. So it's not going to me. And then I'm donating the money. It's your money is going directly to the donation page of the wounded warriors charity. So um, it's going directly to the charity, not to me uh, to clear that up. Now, all right, so that's the Wounded Warriors charity. So help me try to reach my goal. It's, I'm trying to like outdo a lot of people. So I'm trying to go for right now for $10,000. I don't know anyone. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there trying to raise a lot more money on uh, Facebook or, you know, that's where this this charity or the fundraiser that I created was, is Facebook. But um, I'm trying to outdo a lot of things or outdo myself and, and push the limits of, you know, what people think are real and what's not or what's possible and what's not. So I'm trying to go for the $10,000 right now. Now, <clears throat> we're going to talk about two major things uh, that I've been been writing about. Um, or not writing about, but I've wrote down on my phone, which I thought were uh, some good topics for, you know, this, this live stream. So the first topic is your friends are replications of you because you agree on the same thing. All right, so we'll talk about that. The second topic that we're going to talk about is uh, completely forgive your past. Now, I think I've talked about similarities to that one, but um, I don't think I've talked about completely like forgiving uh, your past and giving like I think my personal examples of uh, why I talk, you know, why I think like that. Um, now, a lot of the things you're going to, it's not going to be on this episode. It's probably going to actually be on the next one, but a lot of things I've been writing down is, I got from this book. So this book was given to me by my uncle, who's actually a salesperson for a clothing company. Um, and uh, he worked his way up. But, you know, this book is called How to Win Friends and Influence People. And it's by uh, Dale uh, Carnegie. So 
I push this book off a little bit because I get into this mindset of I need to finish things now, right? I don't want to push off something and then I forget about it. And I have like this, I've always had this crazy, um, I don't know what you would call it, but it's more of like, I need to finish things. Like if I don't finish things, it bothers me really bad. Um, I know there's a word for it. I just can't think of it, but so that, you know, a lot of the stuff I'm going to be talking about is going to be coming from this book. All right. Uh, which you can see it's really old, like, re like really old. Like I, he actually mailed me this book and I was like, Oh, I was like, that was an old, old book. But I'm like, if he send, if he's sending me this book, cause I told him recently, like I'm, I'm starting to read a lot. So, um, I actually, I, on the whole entire trip, I didn't drive. So I actually read like a, a good quarter of this book on the way on the, um, you know, on the way back from the trip. But, uh, and I, I talked to him about, you know, I have this, really bad. Um, I don't call it an issue. I actually think it's a good thing, but I have to complete things. And if I don't, I get pissed. So it's like, that's why I don't like jumping between like Netflix shows or if I, you know, I do watch a little bit of Netflix, but I'm trying to weed away from it. But you know, I, I can't, I got to finish things before I move on to the next thing. Cause it, it all the information gets jumbled. I, I don't like it. It pisses me off sometimes, but he told me, you know, I told him that and I'm like, you know, I haven't read your book yet because I'm reading seller be sold right now, which is Grant Cardone's book. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not done with it. And like, I feel like I have to complete books before I, uh, you know, jump into another book. I just, I have this, this thing that I just explained to you. So he told me, you know, a lot of the things that you're reading are going to tie into each other. So like Grant Cardone is all about selling, right? So this book is, uh, it, it is about selling, but like, it's really for like everyone. Like, it's not just for salespeople. I wouldn't, I, I'd actually give this book to like, uh, like my parents, um, my girlfriend, my girlfriend, basically anyone that I saw, I'd actually give this book to, but it, cause it talks, it talks a lot about things that I talk about on this show. And it's, it's basically or live stream, but it basically just talks a lot about different elements that people easily like look past. Um, and it's, it basically tells you how like the brain kind of thinks and, um, you know, you'll see a lot of the topics and when we start hitting some of the topics that I've been writing down after reading this book that I wanted to actually explain and talk about, I'll actually say like, all right, I'm going to get like, these topics are from this book or, you know, if it's a book or whatever, I'll tell you where I'm getting some of the information from. And then maybe that'll motivate you guys to go and read the book that, uh, you know, I'm talking to you about the information. It might inspire you a little bit to go out and read the book. So, um, I just wanted to talk about that a little bit, but we'll start with the first subject. So the first subject is going to be your friends are replications of you. And, uh, I put, you know, a little slash cause you agree on the same things. Now, what I've realized, and, uh, I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of people agree on this, but I don't think a lot of people really think about it or actually pay attention to it. Um, that's my opinion. I'm, I'm pretty sure no one really pays attention to this, but what I started to realize was, you know, you're, you might have friends that don't have the same opinions, right? Like I work with a lot of uh, coworkers that I would consider a friend, right? Or I work or I see people maybe at church, I consider a friend, but I consider there'd be a big difference between a friend that, you know, and like one of your best friends where, um, you know, you're constantly hanging out with that person, you're constantly clicking or vibing with that person and that, and you relate that that's your best friend, um, out of, you know, probably the majority of the people, you know, out of like, you, you know, if you wrote down your friends list, you'd pick out the best friend. Right. So I started thinking about this concept, uh, you know, your friends, I think I actually read something in this book and it kind of it kind of sparked when I was thinking about ideas for live, the live stream to talk about like subjects. I think it sparked, um, you know, cause I started thinking about like friends and, and how, you know, I had different friends and different elements of my life, which I know almost everyone can relate to this, how like you had a best friend maybe in uh, middle, you know, maybe kindergarten and then you went to middle school and now your friends completely shifted or changed. And now you have a different best friend in middle school and then, you know, then you went to high school and then your whole friends shifted again. And, and, you know, what I started to really think about was, 
each time my friends shifted, it was because either I shifted and and started to change as a person or a human being. I started to shift change, right? And what you realize is that your best friends are the people that are very close and similar to yourself. So they agree upon most of the stuff you agree on. Probably 90, maybe 85% of the stuff that you do and like or that you consider yourself to be, to physically be, is probably what your best friend's gonna probably be, right? So I was thinking about this. And, you know, so it's, that's why it's really important that I'm, you know, I, I started to really think about this. And there's that famous saying that I've pre, I'm pretty sure I've said on this, uh, this live, these live streams before. Um, you know, you are who your friends are, right? And it goes back to that because when you really think about it, you know, you're agreeing upon, like, that's your circle of people or friends, right? And you're agreeing upon everything that's going on or taking place between your friends and your environment with those people. And, you know, that's what I'm really, you know, I started to really think about how important it is to surround yourself with the, um, I don't like saying, I mean, it is technically like-minded people. I don't like using the word cause I think people take it out of context where they're like, Oh, you're trying to for, you're trying to force whatever, you know, you're trying to force people or whatever. But I look at it as you need to create, like if you want to go and be successful, you want to go and make money, you want to go and, and have a happy uh, marriage or you want to go and have um, friends that are going to have your back and, and not be, uh, backstabbers or, you know, any, anything that you don't want, you need to surround yourself and these, sh and your friends are going to be the, the people that are close, are close to you. I'd consider you know, your family are going to probably be a lot closer than your friends. Um, at least I would, you know, in my mind, I would hope so as, you know, I, I, I think as like your family should be your support system and then your friends should be like an extra layer of support in my mind. That's, that's just what I've been kind of really thinking about. Um, but you know, I, it's hard too, because, you know, you might not even realize that your friends drag you down or that your friends make drift you into a different direction. It's, it's really hard sometimes to really see that. But what happens is like, if you really pay attention and really look at that person and maybe, you know, get a piece of paper out and start writing things about that person and going, all right, here's the pros, here's the here's the pros and cons and this is what they do that I don't like. And this is what I, I want to be more like, and, and, um, I want support in this way and that way, you know, you might start to see that, you know, you got to drift and maybe go and find some other friends or whatever. Uh, you know, it's not easy. It's, it's, you know, nothing in life is ever easy, but you gotta, you gotta sacrifice the hard, you got to get through the hard things and sacrifice in order to get to where you want to go. It's, it's, you know, it's part of the reason why a lot of people can't, you know, they can't get to where they want to go is they can't sacrifice what they need to in order to get, uh, you know, what they want. Now, um, trying to think if I can, uh, I can give you a couple examples of myself to be honest with you with this. Cause I've had, I've had, you know, I've really thought about this hard. So I had friends. I don't know if I want to use people's names. I don't really want to use people's names, but we'll just say like, I'll just use, what I'll do is I'll use like beginning initials or whatever, right? So uh, let's see like how far I can go back with this. So I know for a fact I had different friends in middle school. Now I do obviously have one best friend, which I mean, I'll use his name. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's not going to care. Eric. Uh, which you probably see him in the comments, you, you know, you'll see him around, you know, once I get to a certain point with like making videos and live streaming and stuff like that, you'll actually, and podcasting, you'll see him a lot. You'll understand who that, that, that guy is uh, if you don't know who he is now, but I actually knew him in middle school. He's, he's all, I met him in middle school and we, we just, you know, became very, very bad, you know, good, great friends. And, uh, you know, the kids have my back since, you know, a long fucking time. So, you know, that, that's my best friend, but, uh, middle school, I had way different people. Um, you know, I played a lot of video games at the time. I wasn't like how I am now. I didn't like to talk to people. You know, I talked to people on a mic, 
on Xbox. I played Xbox 360 a lot. As you know, I still think that's one of the best platforms ever made. But you know, I played a lot of Halo 3, and a lot of people might know what that game is. But I played a lot of that, and I ended up bonding very well with my next door or across the street neighbor, who then, um, we'll say for P. So P, you know, I became really good friends with that guy. Uh, that was my next door neighbor, and we played a lot of video games. Now that was, you know, that was back when I was. I consider my, you know, I, I guess I can still consider myself a nerd. But the the point of the matter is, I was in a whole different ball game than where I was now. So I was in the video game realm, right? And so when I, when I met the, you know, I consider him a best friend back then. I mean, I talked to him, I've talked to him a couple of times now and I've run into him maybe a couple of times, but you know, I, I, you know, we're not as close as we were back then. We drifted apart. He went into different categories and I ended up, you know, doing my own thing. We ended up drifting apart, which happens with, you know, everyone has that. They had a really good friend and then they drifted apart and they went into something else and that person went into something else and, you don't really keep in contact too much. But, you know, if I saw him, like, I still consider him a friend. Like, I, I know him personally. I mean, probably don't know him as well, but you get you get what I'm saying. But so there's that. And then I ended up running into, let's say, N and uh, so on. I started meeting different people, right? Now, what happened was some of the same people ended up staying in the same group. And when I went to middle school, was it middle school? Uh, no, hang on. We just talked about those. So then when I went to high school, all right, I ended up meeting different people. So I ended up meeting one person that became my, one of my best, best friends. We'll say S right. And ended up staying, E ended up staying. <laughs> and what happened was now the, you know, P drifted away. He ended up making, you know, we didn't ride. What happened was I rode the same bus with him and that's why we clicked a lot. We, we talked about the different video games that were coming out. You know, we're like, all right, we're going to go home. We're going to play. And, you know, back then you didn't have really responsibilities in middle school. You didn't have a job. So, you know, I, you know, I think back then I didn't really do homework, but if I did, you know, I went through real quick and played some video games for hours. Right. I, I would sit massive, like late. And that's why I think I have issues right now with going to sleep. But um, the point of the matter is then I went to high school. I ended up meeting S N stayed, E stayed, P ended up drifting off. He had different friends. Right. So then what happened was S became one of my one of my best friends. All right, I ended up uh, doing a lot of things with him. I ended up keeping the peace between a lot of the people. Uh, and my per what happened was now my interest changed. All right, my interest changed. I got really into BMX. I drifted away from video games. I mean, I I, I still played them pretty often, you know. But I ended up drifting away from video games and getting a little bit more active, going to BMX. I think high school. I don't know. I ended up. I think. Uh, played a little bit of like ice hockey, not like, I just play like pickup games and stuff, but um, you know, I got a job, you know, a lot of things shifted into a different area. All right. So I ended up meeting him, something happened, you know, shit happens. And, uh, and he ended up backstabbing me, you know, stuff I don't want to get into. Just know it happens to everyone, you know, backstabbed and uh, everything went south. It jumbled up everyone uh, people ended up having to pick sides, which, you know, I didn't, I didn't really want, but it's what happened. It's whatever. And, uh, you know, so then the friend shifted into a different area. I think halfway through high school, I ended up drifting away from the, the S person and E stayed and, you know, drifted back and forth. And then, um, I ended up making new friends in high school, like halfway through maybe saw, you know, I think it was like junior year or senior year or whatever that making a friend, which was C and I ended up working with C and then, you know, things changed. People started drifting away from BMX and I kind of stuck with it as long as I could. And then I ended up drifting away from that. I kind of gave it up cause I was by myself a lot. And eventually when you're alone and, and you're by yourself, you tend to, you know, drop it, you get bored. So, <clears throat> what happened was now I had these new, you know, now we're in late high school. I have new friends. Um, you know, I don't really talk, you know, then I got out of that You know, I end up, we, you graduate high school and everyone ends up completely going in different directions. Again, it's not like your, your friend, your same people that you're seeing are carried over to the next school, right? Now you're completely on your own. Now you got to choose between college. You got to choose between where you want to go in life. You got to choose between a bunch of different things that, you know, bunch of different factors that that take place 
So then my friends ended up shifting again and, and he ended up staying and I ended up making like friends from work that carried over because I went to college and still worked a lot. Ended up becoming really good friends with a lot of people I worked with. And uh, even to this day, I still, I still talk a lot between those people. I still, the people that I worked with, funny enough, um, I ended up, you know, a lot of them ended up leaving and, and not seeing in communication and, you know, probably some of it's, you know, probably my fault or whatever, but I ended up, you know, you end up getting the pockets of people and uh, I ended up still being friends with a bunch of other people. Now, the point of the matter is my, my views, my opinions, my, um, my actions and things ended up changing. And what happens is once you change and you go through different stages of your life and, you know, you're figuring things out, you find something new that's interesting, you drift towards it. Cause I, you know, I always had, I, I didn't really start getting an interest for business until maybe high school. All right. So I went to high school and I think towards the end senior year is when I got introduced to a business class, which kind of sparked my interest between investing stocks, different things. So, you know, it, it just, you're going to realize as you start getting older, you know, I don't know how old obviously the person that's watching this is, but you know, you're going to start realizing that things change and the people that are in your circle or the people you call your best friends and stuff like that are going to be the people that you agree with the most. And that's why it's really important that, you know, I would even say like you try to figure yourself out and try to figure out what, what direction you want to go and, and where you want to go. Because what's going to happen is if you don't know where you want to go and you just pick friends, you're going to drift towards that area. You're, you're basically going to be like, like a, a, a note in a bottle or like a bottle in an ocean. And it's just, you know, it's moving around with the currents. It's basically going to be you because you can't figure out what direction you want to go down. And people are just going to come in and, and join your circle of friends and they're just going to drift you into different walls and, and different shit that you probably might not even want to go down. You just kind of did it because your friends were doing it and, and you wanted to fit in or whatever. But um, so that's why it's really important that, you know, you, you start realizing that your friends uh, are your support system. Your friends that you want should be people that you look up to and, and you want to um, physically maybe be like or they have they have good traits that you want to replicate or um you know something like that where you know because that's going to be your backup like i consider if you want my honest opinion i really consider what's up ryan i really consider my family to be the first support system and then my friends and the other people around me to be like a backup almost when the the family line fails uh only because the my family obviously is a lot closer I would say than my friends, but you know, it's, it's also, a, you know, it's also a little bit different because you're going to have a different vibe with your friends than you are with your family. It's just, you know, part of, um, you know, you might not be able to talk to your family in the way you can talk to your friends. So it's going to be a little bit different, but, um, so yeah, so hopefully that cleared it up. I try to give it some examples. It's, it's, it's a little tricky one or a little bit of a tricky topic. Uh, I think a lot of people would agree that, you know, your friends obviously are replications of you because, you know, you are agreeing with the same aspect. But I think the challenge that most people have is they don't really pay attention to that. And what they're doing is they're just, they're just basically, um, they just agree with that, but they're not really applying it or paying attention to the people that are really like, you know, 24 seven around them, their friends, because, you know, a lot of people like a weekend comes, what are you going to do? You're going to go hang out with your friends right? You know, maybe go get a drink with them. You're going to go and spend some money. You're going to go to a club. You're going to, you know, especially if you're my age, I'm, I'm 23. So, you know, that's what my generation is doing. They're going to the clubs. They're, they're blowing cash. You know, they want to go out with their friends on a weekend. They feel like they worked hard all, all week, <clears throat> which I'm not denying. Um, I'm just saying, you know, you're probably wasting your cash, but, uh, the, the point of the matter is everyone would probably agree on that. They're just not paying attention. Go out there and pay attention. Try to realize, you know, try to take, like, the crazy thing is if, what's up, mom? The crazy thing is if you adjust, you know, some of the, sh the stuff that I'm going to talk about, topics you might hit, and you might be like, wow, that's, 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 it doesn't, you know, I don't understand it. I don't, um, I don't believe that. Like, I think that's false. But if you just go and try some of the stuff, 
and you, you'll start realizing things like you'll start seeing things, things will pop in and you'll be like, wow, like he told me about that. Or, you know, Tyler told me about that. And now I see it. And that's the hard part is people aren't paying attention. It's, it's, it's easy to hear when someone's saying something and go, Oh yeah, I've seen that before. Like I agree, but it's really hard to apply it when you're physically going in uh, to personal situations with friends, family, whatever, you know, it's, it's clients. It's really hard if you're not trying to picture it and, and replicate it in, in certain aspects. It's, it's hard. Um, but you'll see it. I'm telling you like, cause I used to, a lot of the stuff that I used to, that I'm talking to you about, I used to be the same way. Like I had this conversation with my girlfriend, like I, some of the stuff that I've read, I'm like, there's no way, there's no way that works. Like that's even going on. Like there's no way. And then what happens is then you start, it, it lingers in your head. Once you hear something that's like, you know, insane, it's, it's like an attention grabber and you know, it's in your head, you're going through things. Nice. And then you see it firsthand and you're like, wow, like he told me that. Let me see if I can see that and replicate that again. And then you go and replicate it again and you see it again. And that's when it, that's when it personally, you start realizing like, wow, like that is, that is useful information that most people easily overlook. And, and that's why, you know, you should try to maybe take notes. You know, you really should be taking notes. Cause like I'm taking notes, like I got cue cards. I got, you know, I write things down on my phone. I, I start writing things on paper now. Uh, the, the reason for that is cause you're going to forget, you're easily going to forget things. So like you should be writing things down as you know, as I'm talking about something or, um, you, you like something interests you that I'm talking about and you're like, wow, I should write this down. This is a good tip. That's what you should be doing. Right. And taking lots of notes. Um, <clears throat> all right. So that's, you know, your friends are replications of you, uh, and you, um, which causes, you know, you agree with the same things that they're, they're, uh, you know, they do or their habits and all that good stuff. So now we're going to go on to the second topic. And what we're going to talk about on this one is uh, you got to completely forgive your past. Now, this is one where I know, like, uh, you you know, if I got any feedback on any of them, it's, it's like, negative or whatever. It's probably going to be this one because it's, it's human nature. And, like, I'm not telling you, like, you know, maybe yesterday, uh, you know, you're having a great day and someone – came up to you and, and beat you up and took your money or, uh, you know, put a gun to your head or whatever. I, you know, I don't know. Like there's crazy things happening all the time in the world. Uh, and you're not going to be able to completely forgive things right then and there. Like it's, it, it might take you time. Like it took me, it took me a long time to get through some of the examples that I'll give you and, uh, that I'm comfortable sharing with. Cause you know, I've been through a lot of things, but that I've, I've completely forgiven and moved on and, and pushed through. And I'll give you a lot of, I'm pretty, I'm pretty well trained on this one. Like I'll give you a lot of examples, which you'll probably be shocked once I start telling you, but you know, obviously like if you just got robbed, if you know, you just got into a car, it's going to be really hard the next day to forgive. It's going to take time. But the difference that I'm going to tell you right now is that you're going to want to forgive what happened in your past, no matter the situation or what's going on, and you're going to want to move on. Most people are going to hold that stuff in and they're going to move on to the next thing. And the next thing's going to knock them out. They're going to get punched in the face and now it's going to double up and they're, and they're not going to, they're going to just give up. They're going to, they're going to, they, they haven't forgiven the first thing. Now the second thing's happening and then the third thing's going to happen and so on. And eventually they're just going to give up. They're not going to be, they're not going to be able to keep up with it. They're just going to, things are just going to pile up. This is why you're going to want to forgive what just happened to you in the past and move on. It's, 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 it's an easy thing. I feel like people like probably know this, but people are going to say like, it's easy for you to say. And now I'm going to give you some, some crazy examples of things that I've gone through, which, you know, maybe took me a year, maybe two years, uh, you know, took me a long time to get through. But, uh, you know, once I moved past it, I forgave it. And I don't mean just move past it. Like you have to forgive it. You have to forgive it. You have to literally tell yourself like, I forgive that person or I forgive that situation. Or, I, you know, I forgive myself. You know, a lot of the situations, you, you, you know, it might be yourself that was the problem and not the other person. So, you, you know, it's going to take you time for that, but you got to realize that you got to move on, forgive and move on. I, I wouldn't say forget. Most people are going to say forgive and forget. I'm going to say forgive, don't forget and move on because you're going to want to hold on to that. That's going to, you're going to have to use that as, 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 uh, 
a way to send drive in the direction that you want to go. And you're going to use that as motivation. All right. So I'll give you some examples of things that I've gone through, which, uh, you know, it's time, you know, a long time ago, things have happened and I can talk about them now. And, you know, uh, you know, obviously I'm going through some things now, which, uh, uh, can I really talk about, but I'll tell you about the stuff that, that has been years past and I can talk about the elements of it and stuff like that. So we'll talk about, uh, what's the first one we want to talk about? So I'll talk about, uh, uh, the, one of my really first relationships. All right, this one's gonna be uh, this one's gonna be on a relationship one. But my very very first relationship was with a Vietnamese girl. I'm not gonna use her name. I'm not gonna say anything. People that know me will probably already know, but you know it's whatever. So I d- ended up dating this this girl in high school. She was Vietnamese. I ended up you know. F- you know, falling in love with this girl and I ended up uh, seeing her for a long time. I think it was at least a year and she, what ended up happening was I thought she was cheating on me. So I ended up, you know, and I had really strong feelings for this girl. This was like the first girl I've ever fell in love with. I had really strong feelings. I really thought I was going to end up marrying this girl. You know, it, you know, it's just, it's like mental, mental stuff where your mind's telling you certain things and, uh, you know, you're finding little, little things that are wrong. All right. But what ended up happening was with her for a year, had really strong feelings for her. <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure she had, you know, strong feelings for me too. But what ended up happening was I thought she was cheating. I ended up calling her out on it. And what ended up happening was she told me what was really happening that she was going in, uh, her family needed money. So what she was going to do, like her father ended up, I think, I think pretty much said, um, I don't really want to work. Uh, I need money. Um, I think he ended up hurting his, I don't know if he hurt his back before or after, but ended up hurting his back and he really couldn't go back to work. And I guess he kind of just quit on trying to get back to work and um, he needed money. So the stepmom was like, you know, I'm going to go and, and, you know, I'm going to, we're going to go and I know this person, this family. And we're going to go in and set up an arranged marriage for uh, my, you know, my ex-girlfriend to get married to her. And they were going to give her money. So the family, you know, or I think so her dad didn't have to work or whatever, or they can get a house or, you know, whatever they do with the money, you know, doesn't matter what they do with the money. Uh, but, you know, so she ended up doing this arranged marriage thing. They ended up getting money or whatever. And, um, you know, I had really strong feelings for this girl and she told me like, you know, it might, she's like, it's going to be, it's going to, if, if this does, you know, I'm going to do it. She's like, I'm going to do it no matter what, no matter if you're going to stay, you're going to leave, whatever. But she's like, it's going to take two years for this to, you know, for this to all settle out and for us to be completely okay. Uh, you know, like back to hundred percent where like, there's no other person. Um, long story short. There's a lot of different things that she was saying that was going on. Things felt, things didn't go as what she said was going to go. You know, obviously people are probably telling themselves, yeah, it's probably expected. And what ended up happening was I ended up having to leave the situation, right? And, you know, it, it, bro- it literally emotionally broke me down. Like, uh, it, I, the worst pain I've ever experienced in my life was probably that easily hands down. Um, and it, it physically broke me in half because what I ended up doing was I tried to stay through it, telling myself, you know, it's only going to be two years. Uh, you know, time goes by like that. I'm going to stay with her. We're going to end up, you know, getting through this and it's going to make us stronger and we're going to end up moving out together. You know, I, I my mind started playing. Huh? I don't know what's going on. But anyways, um, my, you know, my mind started playing tricks or whatever and – uh, you know, mine started ended up playing tricks. I'm sorry. My, I think my mom's getting all bent out of shape because uh, it's Halloween, by the way. Happy Halloween. But uh, I think she's getting pissed because uh, people are knocking and, and she needs help or whatever. But I think my dad was supposed to be home by now. But anyways, uh, so I mentioned it, it physically, mentally broke me down. And I think like I literally hit rock bottom. Like I, I, I literally went down to like, ground zero. All right. Broke me down physically, mentally. And I had to somehow get back up to the top. 
and I and um, there's obviously a lot more to the story. It's just a long story. Like we'd have to be here for at least maybe a day to talk about this whole entire story. But it was the first time where I physically got um like knocked down, like completely knocked down, and I couldn't I couldn't get back up. Kind of kind of feeling and and way. I couldn't really get back up. I didn't know how to get back up. I hit the lowest that I could possibly hit. And I had to get back up. Well, what ended up happening was, you know, shit, shit went real south. I ended up getting myself back, obviously, because now I'm talking to you guys and, you know, you know, doing what I got to do now. And emotionally, I'm 110% better, you know, got, got through that. Took me, I don't know, maybe took me a year and a half, maybe two years just to physically get completely resolved of all the stuff that happened and all that stuff. But the point that I'm trying to make is I can, once I, you know, I'm very Catholic. I, I go to church. Um, I pray, I, I do all that stuff, but I ended up going to church. I ended up praying and I ended up praying for her, her family. And, uh, you know, as I was doing that, you know, I slowly started to forgive and move on. And what I started to realize was like, all right, now I got to forgive myself because, you know, obviously I, I did, I did the stupid part, which was staying with her for the long time. And that's what destroyed me was I tried to physically talk myself into staying and doing all this stuff. And then I had to forgive myself. So I went through the first step was, which was forgiving her her family or whatever I had to do to get past that emotionally and physically. And then I had to start working on myself. So I had to start forgiving myself. And once I started doing that, I prayed, you know, I was like, you know, I didn't really, I didn't really pray for myself. I just prayed for her and her family. And, 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 and I was like, Oh wow. Like, you know, I started to feel forgiveness and I started to feel like I could move on. And that's what I'm trying to say is like, but I don't forget. I never forget like that. That's always going to stay with me, but you know, I'm going to use that to drive me. All right. Cause there's things said in there that was like, you're never going to make it. You're never going to do shit, you know? So it, I just, it's always in the back of my mind and I'm just using that to drive me and motivate me to the next level. But you know, I for, I forgive her. And like, I think if I saw her today, I don't think I'd say anything bad. I'd just be like, you know, like hopefully every hopefully everything's going well with you. Like if she's watching this live stream right now, hopefully everything's going well with you. Hopefully everything's going well with your family. Uh, I don't wish any harm on you. I just wish that you're going to, I wish that you're doing well right now. And that's because I completely forgave the whole entire situation myself, her family. Right. That's what I mean by like forgiving. Um, but don't forget it, but move like you gotta move past it and start going on to the next thing. Because the the thing that you're going to realize once you start getting older, things are, you know, things are happening, things are changing very rapidly. Um, there's always going to be the next situation you're going to have to get through. So you're going to have to bounce back as fast as possible, get through the next situation. That's what I'm learning right now. Like, you know, once you start moving into business and you start trying to do your own thing and you start trying to get ahead, you start running into new problems and then you got to get through those as fast as you can and get to the next problem, you know, set of problems uh, that life's going to throw your way, which I'm dealing with right now. I got a lot of things right now that I'm trying to deal with. So that was one example. I think the second example that I was going to talk about was, uh, <clears throat> oh, and then the other thing too that I would add on to that real quick is start telling, start looking at things pos- positively. So like, don't tell yourself like, oh, like why did that happen to me? Start telling yourself like it happened to me to drive me to the next level. Meaning, if that didn't happen, and I and I uh, like I emotionally became stronger from that. It built me up, and now I can see something different, and it, it made me learn and appreciate different elements of life. And um, you know that's what you should be doing. You shouldn't be saying, "Oh, why did that happen to me?" You gotta tell yourself. Then this helps you move on and 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 start looking at things very positively. All right, where you gotta tell yourself. Um, you got to basically just tell yourself that, you know, this happened for a reason and, and then you got to figure out what that reason is. Like, you know, I, that obviously happened to me because I got too comfortable and it knocked me on my ass. Uh, and the other thing too was, you know, I, 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 I trusted someone so much to the point where I blinded myself, where I just assumed that she was a uh, 110% good person and she'd do the right thing. And, um, excuse me, that she's going to do the right thing. And it wasn't the case. Like she ended up, you know, I don't, I don't think she cared as much for me as I cared for her, but you know, is what it is. Now, <clears throat> the, I think I'm trying to figure out the other situation that I was trying to go through. Uh, 
I think the other one that I was thinking about was uh, this car accident, which still going through crap with that right now. We're, we're like eight, nine months, but I ended up getting into this really bad accident. <clears throat> I don't remember the middle ground. I just remember uh, making a turn. I was in the very far right-hand corner. I'd show you the pictures on my phone, but using the phone for the live stream. But I uh, ended up flipping my car. I'm pretty sure the guy had a heart attack, stopped dead on the road. Uh, you know, right now I don't, I don't want to talk too much on things because I think, I think he's trying to sue my insurance company right now. But whole, whole different thing. I don't even really know the person um, or any information to really give out. But ended up flipping the car. I ended up like I don't think I woke up. I think I just like you know when something traumatic happens and you kind of black out. Um, or you just lose like that memory for a couple of minutes. Cause I ended up flipping over and I do remember the seatbelt and I'm looking down and the glass is all blown out and like glass is all blown out and I could just see the bottom of the road and I'm upside down hanging by the seatbelt. And the, the problem, you know, I ended up having to pay money. So, you know, I had to go through the car insurance and the first thing you're thinking to yourself the first thing I thought to myself wasn't even my well-being, which is the worst part. It was, oh, gosh, now I got to pay for all this. Like, how do I get a car? How do I, uh, you know, go through the insurance company? How do I do this? How do I get the money for that? How do I do this? Um, and it wasn't even about, like, oh, like, am I okay? Like, you, your mind, my mind didn't go to that, which is, like, the scariest part for me was, like, I was too worried. It took, it took uh, sorry about the ringing. It's the <clears throat> messages coming through my phone, but through the computer. But uh, the problem you know, it didn't hit me that I was thinking wrong until I think it was the, 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 um, the ambulance guy or the emergency, uh, damn, I can't think the paramedic, right. The paramedic that came over and examined me and he was like, you know, like you gotta be thankful that you're still alive. And, and he's like, if you didn't have your seatbelt on, you know, you probably wouldn't be talking to you right now. And, and you're very lucky that you had your seatbelt on, which, you know, where, if there's a tip out of this whole entire conversation we're having, wear your seatbelt, no matter what. I'm telling you, like, that's what saved me. Um, I put my seatbelt on all the time. But that's what saved me because, like, I probably wouldn't be really speaking to you right now. So uh, what ended up happening was, you know, he told me, he's like, I'll be thankful. Like, you're still alive. Everything's replaceable. Money can fix it. <clears throat> you know, you can get more money. You can fix the car. You can go get another one. But you can't fix yourself, really. Like, if, if you're in a lot of uh, pain and damage, we, you know, you can't really fix yourself. And if you're dead, you can't come back to life. So I started, you know, and that's when I started shifting the thought. But I realized in that moment when there's something very tragic, right, when there's something very, very tragic to yourself, your brain is automatically going to think of the worst and it's not going to embrace the positive. So that's, you know, that's what you got to start trying to train yourself on is um, going towards the positive, not the negative part of things. And you know, I'm still fighting things, obviously, but I had, it took me a while to move past that one because you got to, you got to drive everywhere. You got to, that's transportation, especially in South Florida, transportation. So every single time I got in a car, it took me a long time. Like it probably easily took me at least four or five months to start getting comfortable behind a wheel because I, I started, I constantly started thinking about flipping upside down and stuff like that. And, um, it was a very traumatizing accident. So every single time I'm driving, it started shifting uh, this negative thing, like, oh, I'm going to get into another car accident. I'm, you know, and you start focusing on the wrong negative stuff. Uh, so that's another one. <clears throat> but it took me a while to get past that, like, just the, tr you know, just being traumatized from, like, flipping upside down. It took me a long time. I'd say with that one, definitely not as much, you know, the the whole first love thing. But, uh, and the, the range marriage part that I was talking to you about earlier. But it's still, it's another example that I could give you that, you know, I had to physically forgive myself for getting in the accident. I had to forgive this person for suing me and, and whatever. And like, even though I'm still going through shit right now with the accident, which the only thing that bothers me is that I'm still going through stuff with that. And I just want to move on and move past it. And it's kind of causing me to, you know, still be, be in it. But, uh, you know, I don't, I don't envy the guy. Like I don't have any, I don't have any beef with him. Like I, you know, I, you know, you got to forgive Never forget and move on. That's what you should be taking from all this. All right, so that's that. Uh, Dungeon Investments. Uh, I don't think I have a lot of time. It's Halloween. I'll save you guys because <clears throat> I think my mom's getting mad too. I got to go help her out. But uh, just heads up, 
Done Deal Investments LLC. I own that company. Go check it out. I'll give you a little heads up with it. Uh, it's just it's a company that I'm designing to help people in financial situations uh, get up back on their feet and uh, take an investor and then the seller and combine them to get them out of you know it's like a, it's like another resource they can have to get that person that doesn't have any financial cushion to get them out of the house and uh, and move them on. So uh, if you want more information on that, just reach out to me, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, text me at 954-857-6450. Email me at dundealinvestments at outlook.com. And I'm working with a digital marketing team right now, uh, which is My City Social. So if you're going to go over there and and go over there, uh, let them know Tyler Dunn from Dunn Deal Investments sent you over there. Um, What else? Uh, redoing the whole site because you know that's what they were helping me with SEO. Uh, they're helping me with blogging and they're helping me with uh, designing a, a new a new website basically. So that's no, the next thing I gotta move on to is start giving uh, working with uh, Amanda right now. Um, but so that's you know done deal investments. You want more information? Hit me up. If you want to chat, hit me up. Um, I gotta redo this calendar behind me. Yeah, so redo these, this calendar. Yeah, I got to do November. So I'm going to be motivated to fill this calendar up. So if you want to go and meet on a Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to fill this up and start meeting a bunch more people for November. Uh, you know, fill it up as best I can. Um, <clears throat> so reach out to me if you want to meet me. You want to talk about real estate, investing, uh, business. Uh, you just want to get to know me better. You want to talk and, and just meet new people and get used to talking to someone that you don't really know. Uh, reach out to me the same way as Dundee Investment, um, email, my phone number, 954-857-6450. Uh, personal, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, <clears throat> just reach out to me. We'll set it up. And uh, I appreciate everyone for coming out. Have a happy Halloween. It's it's uh, Wednesday, 31st, or October 31st, so happy Halloween. Uh, thank you guys for you know, basically coming out and, and, and watching this and supporting me. We're going to have, remember, we're going to have the episode tomorrow, which is Thursday, and then Friday to make up for those two uh, live streams I missed. And I think that's basically everything I can update you guys on. <clears throat> I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a happy Halloween. Donate to the Wounded Warriors charity. Uh, charity. The link's on both uh, Instagram and Facebook. Peace out.